Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who also believes that Mexican food cures all, Brandon Siegel. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Look, Mexican food cures everything. Tacos are phenomenal. Uh, I mean, who doesn't love tacos? I don't uh, know. Just, Weird people. I, they're just the best. They're just the best. Um, and uh, I don't know. Is that a Big Brother reference? No, it's not. It's no, not a Big Brother okay, reference okay. at all. I usually have one ready, but uh, unfortunately, Jasmine's evicted, so I have nothing to say uh, in reference to Jasmine <laughs> that could be an intro. You know, I I know, like I I kind of I hated on her the entire season, and like Rodner loved her. You miss but her. now, like yeah, now I I'm gonna be honest. We we you know don't have any intros with with involving her. So hey, maybe it was a good thing for her to be around. You know, maybe I think so. Maybe, but look. We uh we're without Ben today, um which is okay. We we have his uh his ratings for this week. Uh, we'll still get through the episode, uh, unfortunately, without his analysis. Um, but yeah, uh, crazy week, Trevor. A lot going down. A lot of heavy stuff this week, uh, and uh, lots of breakdowns. So where, where do you want to start? Yeah, it definitely was. It feels like every time you think, oh, this could be a boring week now. Like this person won HOH. Okay, it might be a boring week. And it never is. I think this week was a little bit different because I don't think it was ever necessarily going to be a boring week. But uh, nevertheless, this season continues to just bring chaos and just uh, you can't look away. Like whether it's bad entertainment, good entertainment, whatever, anything in between, you you don't want to look away. You want to keep watching, um, You usually I would say. Um, so here this week, obviously we started it with Turner winning HOH. And we talked last week how... It seemed like we were going to come in. We were going to kind of have this, like, like the outside, basically, like the outside four versus the inside four. We, we kind of thought that yeah. it was possible it could be structured like that. And so Turner wins HOH. But when Turner won HOH initially, it seemed like he was like, you know what? Actually, I'm back reunited with these other people from the leftovers. And, man, why don't we just all stick together? Why don't we just stick together after all? And initially, Turner is making promises. He's making promises of safety to everyone, really for no reason. He's like, yeah, Brittany, you're safe. Yeah, Michael, you're safe. Yeah, Monty, you're safe. Like, just making promises to everyone that they are safe, which, again, a huge just rule in Big Brother. You, what? There's no reason to promise everyone safety. Like, if you want, you can promise, like, your number one ally safety because obviously they're going to be safe. But there's really never a reason to promise everyone's safety when you're just like limiting your options and if you go back on that and end up nominating nominating them it's just going to make them twice as mad as it would have if you didn't promise them and then uh nominate them you know what i mean brandon yeah look it's uh you should never really promise too many people safety because once you promise you you got to follow through on it or your words nothing uh moving on from that point so yeah rough go there at the start for turn yeah, for sure. I mean, he initially is kind of thinking leftover strong. You know what? We can just put up Alyssa and Terrence, and we can get we can get down to the final seven with the leftovers. That's what we can do. Um, uh, it, it clearly seems to me that I think Turner's the type of player that he really doesn't want to upset anyone. He, I think he's a little bit of a people pleaser in this game in that he really wants to make everyone happy. He wants to kind of just like want it to be like a happy. You know, household, I don't think he wants a lot of confrontation um, or conflict, anything like that. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, this is Big Brother. You got you to turn on people at some point. So um, initially, he's thinking to listen to Terrence. Now, 
he does have a conversation with uh, Kyle, um, and, and Kyle kind of starts to they have a conversation, and Kyle's like, "No, like we we got to take this shot at Michael here," um, and that's kind of where it started to turn, um, where we had in the plan that came in of okay, we could put up uh, Taylor and Brittany, and then we can backdoor Michael, and Monty was actually a part of that as well because this is interesting how. You know, the outsiders c come into the house with this story, right? They basically are like, everything that happened on the outside, we're just going to blame everything on Joseph. Literally every single thing, it's Joseph did it. It's Joseph's fault. And if you and if you would have asked me before this week, I would have said, like, there's absolutely zero chance this is going to work. No one's going to buy this. Like, it, it's just not going to work at all. And at the end of the day, it, it didn't work, but... The fact that it worked for like a day or so, or like at least, the, yeah, I would say like a day or so it seemed like it was working, was pretty crazy to me. I mean, the fact that it seemed like at first Monty was kind of buying this story, um, and it was interesting because Monty was like kind of in like a survival mode. He was like, okay, well, if it's Michael and not me, that's okay. I just need to try to, maybe I can play the middle for now, and then we'll, we'll you know, kind of evaluate, see where we can go from, you know, going forward. And I did like that Monty was doing this because I thought, okay, if, if Monty, if, you know, Michael goes, you could be in a position where next week, potentially you could be safe regardless of who wins. Now, that wasn't true, obviously, because, you know, Kyle and Turner, well, Kyle and, you know, mainly was potentially looking to target Monty anyway, but uh, in the future weeks. But I, I did kind of like how Monty was thinking about this, trying to survive and then kind of play both sides. I, I thought Monty did a lot of good things this week in general, game and outside of game. Monty was awesome, I thought, this whole week. But I thought that play was really interesting. Um, Brandon, what did you think about kind of this uh, this story that the outsiders were coming in and trying to just blame literally everything on Joseph? What did you think about that? And did you think that had any chance of working? I don't know if it necessarily had a good chance of working, but I feel like it. it's... It's kind of like the best plan you could do, I think. Like, I mean, it's not like Joseph can talk for himself. He's outside of the house. And they did kind of buy it for a little bit. Uh, what kind of, like, didn't sell it is when, like, other people started, like, that were on the outside uh, with the outsiders were, like, saying different things that, like, didn't make sense. And I they need to get their stories a little bit straighter, um, which uh, didn't end up happening. And obviously it got spilled about, you know, everyone knowing stuff. I think what's really interesting is, like, the very, just the openness that the leftovers are known about. Uh, and, like, just, like, no one really cared. Like, it just, like, was found out and just no one really cared exactly that that was spilled. Uh, maybe a little bit, but, like, not really, which I thought was just so interesting um, to hear. So, I don't know. It was it was a weird dynamic at the start of this week, for sure. Yeah, and I, and I do agree with, I think you made a good point. You said, like, this was probably the best plan they could have had. And I do agree, right? Because what's the alternative to this plan? They come in and, and tell the truth? That wouldn't have worked. Like, oh, Kyle's like, oh, yeah, I, I spilled the leftovers from me. I manifest this plan. They I created this plan to get Joseph out. Obviously, that would have been uh, not good at all. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think, um, and, and I guess in addition to, like, I don't know. I don't even know where I was going with this, to be honest. But um, I, I do think I do. Think, I lost my train of thought. But I, I thought it was really and interesting. And it happens to me almost every day. So <laughs> yeah. join the club. I think it was really interesting <laughs> how that happened. 
And then um, I guess getting back to well, what I was going to come back to is like how you said they didn't care about the leftovers being revealed. And initially it was like, well, Joseph revealed the leftovers. That was the story. So that's kind of what, whether they bought it or not, seemed like they were hesitant. Kind of seemed like, you know, like Monty Taylor and Michael, Brittany, they didn't really know what to believe. I think Monty um, was more like skeptical um, than a lot of the others. I don't know if he totally believed it. Um, and then eventually we see, um, I think Kyle told Monty at one point that, you know, he had more to do with it. And that's where, you know, it was, I think my, one of my favorite parts of like this week or not necessarily my favorite, but like one of the things I was most interested to see throughout the week was Monty's diary room sessions and just how they progressed from him finding out new information from him finding out, yeah. okay, so the story is that Joseph did this. And then Monty's reaction is well, um, I don't know, I'm a little hesitant to Kyle telling him directly. It's like, oh, actually, like, uh, you know, this seems like Kyle, you know, had more uh, more stock in this or he's part of the reason Joseph went after all. And then he's kind of like, well, okay, I could just, guess I just got to play the middle. Um, and I thought that progression was interesting because Monty initially was really like, you know what, it, I do kind of believe that Michael, Taylor, and Brittany were, were a tight three and that I'm kind of the odds on out four and i think in monty's mind initially he was like well joseph was supposed to be the fourth and now they're settling for me basically is i think what was going through his mind like i'm the bottom of the totem pole of this four joseph was supposed to be the fourth but because he's not here and the way the split house was i by default am the fourth so i think he didn't like that and then when he found out what kyle said he was like oh wait never mind maybe that's not exactly true you know what, let me just kind of play the middle here. So I thought that was really interesting, um, you know, and, and that'll obviously be interesting to see how, like, Monty goes about these next couple weeks. Um, you know, we saw him trying to convince Taylor that, hey, Michael might need to be targeted, but we'll get to that. Um, so anyway, the noms are uh, Brittany and Taylor, and then we go to the veto, and basically the suspense at first with, is with the veto drop, like, is Michael going to be picked or not? Uh, there's eight people left, and there's six people that play for the veto, so essentially... Um, I don't know what the math is on that, but essentially I think Michael had like a 66% chance of getting picked or something like that. Um, uh, he does get picked and he plays in the veto. It's slip and slide and Michael wins the veto, Brandon. Um, this is now Michael's fifth veto win, which ties Janelle for the most veto wins in Big Brother history in a single season. And he is now two competitions short of tying Janelle's overall competition record of nine competitions, combining HOHs and vetoes, Michael has seven, so he's too short. Um, so I guess, what do you, I guess that's we'll, that's where we'll kind of go with this for now. What do you think about Michael winning his seventh competition, his fifth veto overall? And do you think that he can either catch or beat Janelle's record? Um, Let's see how this week goes. Uh, I think there's a possibility he can catch the record. Uh, it's it's going to be an uphill battle, though. He He's he's going to be heavily targeted. And I, I'll say this. I love Michael. I, I, I think he's one of the better players. Uh, really, frankly, one of the better players ever in Big Brother. Like, definitely, like, a top 15, 20 player, in my opinion. Would you agree with that, Trevor? Like, already, I feel like he's expressed enough. I mean, I, I mean, I think the way that he's so willingly won comps has clearly now gotten him targeted, and I think that's a pretty big error in his game. So, I, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely a really good player, 
But when you win this many comps, I mean, it, it is pretty proven. Like you people, put a big people target. start to you look at target. you, and I think there again there were some he could have avoided. We talked that one week about that that one veto. Um, I think there were probably a few others that he didn't have to win, and um, I don't know. I, I still stand by that. I feel like there were a couple comps he didn't have to win, and I think it's it's part of the reason he's as big of a target as, as he is right now. Yeah, and that's understandable. I think. Uh... To be, to be, I think he's definitely the best player on this season now. Whether he wins mm-hmm. or not, I don't know. Uh, but he he has done a good job overall, and especially leading up to this week, uh, in positioning himself, uh, and obviously winning a lot puts a big target on your back. And he definitely is under that heat, and he'll be under that heat moving forward. So he's gonna have to win a lot. If if he makes it to the end, he'll break Janelle's record because he kind of yeah. kind of have to if you're him, right? You know? Like there's really no other way around it. Um, not a lot of options for him in terms of getting by without winning. So if he makes it to the end or towards the end, he'll break the record. If if not, he'll be gone. So, Yeah, yeah, I agree um, with, with that point. Um, yeah, because he's probably going to have to. He's going to have to break Chanel's record in order to win the game, I think. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting going forward. Um, again, just very impressive by Michael. It seems like he's good at pretty much every comp. Um, which, you know, once we get here, like either the end of Michael's game or the end of the season, I think it'll be interesting to really talk about like some of the, the biggest like comp beasts we've had, um, and kind of may- yeah. maybe compare them and, and talk about that. Maybe we can even do like little rankings of like best, uh, big brother comp beasts. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so we have that, the veto situation and obviously this is where things once again, kind of turned, right? Because, a couple weeks ago, we had, um, in one of the episodes, it was shown about how Kyle had this theory where he was talking to Michael during Michael's HOH week, um, and he was theorizing about a potential cookout 2.0. Um, we, we've talked about this on that whatever that podcast was a couple weeks ago that we did, um, and he essentially said, like, you know, Joseph, Taylor, and Monty, they're all very tight. Um, what if they are also working with Terrence? Uh, Andy and um, I'm not sure who I'm forgetting. Jasmine, I guess. Yeah, Jasmine. So what if he? What if uh, you know they are all working with each other? And he told this to Michael, and then obviously this is where the possible alliance came up of himself, uh, Alyssa, Kyle, Brittany, and Turner. Which you know you look at that, the optics don't look good. Obviously that's five white people, right? That and you know the way that he kind of created these sides obviously is not a good look. Um, now the first, the first aspect of this that I want to talk about is first of all, Kyle's game, because Kyle was in such a great position. I mean, he created the leftovers. He was the, he was the one that created the leftovers. That's the week they got out of Mira and this alliance was set up to run the game and Kyle was in the best position of this (laughs) alliance. I mean, we, we can't forget this Brandon. He was in the best position. One. Yeah, he was, he was, one month ago. He was going to win the one game. One month ago, we had him rated as our highest player. Yeah, he was our highest rated player. He was playing a great game. He was in the best position to win because if you look at the structure within the leftovers at that time, it was the pound, which was the initial foundation, himself, Monty, uh, Turner, and Joseph. And him and Monty were very tight. I mean, they were probably, you could argue they were the two tightest people in the house outside of Michael and Brittany at the time. They were very tight. And then, you know, you had Joseph and Turner. They, they brought Turner in as like a fourth for the pound as well. Um, I think that was his HOH. So naturally, Turner, not that Turner wouldn't have been included if he was an HOH, but it's possible he wasn't because I don't think Turner was quite as close with those guys as those three are in, 
those three were individually. But anyway, they brought Turner in. That was the pound. Then they added in Michael Brittany and then Taylor eventually uh, to get out of Amira. So Kyle, within the situation, was the best positioned person because he had Monty. They were they were tight. They were like base. I mean, I don't think they had a final two, but they were very tight. He brought in Turner. Him and Turner had a really good relationship. Um, and then obviously he had a pretty good relationship with Michael and Brittany as well. They brought them all in. He was in a spot where he could choose. He could do the pound or he could go with Michael and Brittany. And this was a situation where he could have went all the way to the end, kind of played both sides. And once you get the seven, Kyle's in, in a great position. It's, it's essentially like, like Cody in Big Brother 22 where they have the, the setup there and Cody kind of has the different people in the alliance. Like, He's really close to Danny. He's really close to Enzo. He's really close to Nicole. He has pretty much everyone. And that's, maybe maybe Kyle wasn't in that great of a position, but it's pretty close. And this is where he kind of threw it away because he had these thoughts, you know, about this potential cookout 2.0 alliance, um, even though basically all of these people, well, a lot of these people clearly weren't working with each other. They outwardly discussed how they didn't like each other. We, we talked about this at the time. Jasmine didn't like Taylor. And, you know, Monty was never working with Taylor. Like, Terrence was an outsider. Terrence, and Terrence even said this, I was on the block every every week. And it's like, it's pretty obvious here. I don't know how you can see this um, of these people working together. So that's really what it comes down to, um, how they weren't working together. Um, now, the other piece of this is what Michael and Brittany chose to do with this information, right, Brandon? So they they have this information, and what they should have done, I'm going to say what they should have done first and what they actually did. What they should have done was they get this information. They could have, in that hammock con conversation, just said, hey, Kyle, like, do you do you hear yourself right now? Like, uh, just listen yourself. Like, do you realize what you're saying? Like, it's not it's not a good look. I mean, I mean, right, Brandon? I mean, you, you can take it from here a little bit. I mean, it's not a good look, right? No, no, it's a really, really bad look, and it's not something that even should have been in the mind, of course. Like, I don't think anyone's going to dispute that, um, but even his reasoning was so poor. Like, it didn't make sense. He's listing all these people that don't even like each other and that have put each other on the block and have openly said about how they're going to target each other, and it just didn't make sense, and I, I agree with you. That should have been the first thing they should have done is addressed it right there, um, you know, head on. And they definitely should not have waited to share this information when it was convenient for them. Uh, very, very performative, uh, if you will. So it, it just, it's its not a good look for anyone involved, to be honest, of those three people. Uh, but Kyle really, he, she, this never should have crossed the mind. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Like, it was bad for his game. It was obviously bad in general. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that, that this happened, obviously. Now... So I guess the next part of this is we, we did get them kind of talking about this. We saw that Brittany and Michael went and they, you know, they told Taylor and Monty. Um, they told basically everyone, everyone else. And I guess the first thing I want to point out, well, actually, this kind of relates to, to the uh, house meeting. So we'll talk about the house meeting first. We they had the house meeting and, you know, I, I thought it was really impressive how Taylor and Monty handled this throughout every single conversation. From the initial conversation, well, the initial conversation, they didn't really say anything because I think they were trying to, like, take it in and, you know, stuff like that, which is totally understandable. Obviously, like, all this information just being thrown at you and you're like, uh, you know, how do I respond to this? But then they have the house meeting and just the way that Monty and Taylor were able to just, like, respond and immediately kind of go into, like, a, not, I mean, like, sort of, like, forgiving and, like, trying to, like, help 
Kyle learn. And I think that's what's kind of most important here. Like, Kyle clearly made a mistake. Like, he grew up in Utah. Seems like he has some, like, you know, biases here. That's pretty, I think that's pretty clear. But from here on out, like, okay, so how is Kyle going to respond to this now? You made a mistake. You realize it. You you apologize for your mistake. And you commit to learning, changing, and, and growing from there. And I think the fact that Monty and Taylor, right away, and Terrence, were kind of be able to right away just like, you know what, Kyle, you made a mistake, but we don't think you're a bad person. We're going to try to help you grow and change. I thought that was very important. I thought that was something that you really never see. I mean, usually um, if someone's in a situation like this, like Kyle, they're going to double down. They're going to you know, go out of their way to defend themselves, and it usually ends up making it worse. But that's not what happened here, Brandon. Yeah, I. Uh, this is, this is just such a tough situation, uh, and no one wants to be involved. But I, I agree with you. Monty and Taylor and Terrence, frankly, uh, showed so much grace and class in the way that they handled uh, this this situation that they shouldn't be in at all. Uh, and even the conversation that Terrence and Monty had with Kyle, uh, you know, the way that they brought up points were were is very high level. Uh, the way that Taylor and Monty talked in the actual meeting was was uh, just full of just excellent points and really great conversation. And I, I just love everything I saw from them uh, in this episode. And I think that they really took uh, a great point of view and, and tried to explain you know, their thought process. And it, to me, it was just amazing. I, and I texted during the episode, I'm like, Monty is just an awesome human being. Like, he's just great. Yeah. And, and I mean, so are, the, so are Taylor and Taylor. I like both of them too. But like, Monty just was wonderful. Yeah, and I think, see, I think Monty in particular, in ter- well, I think in terms of the game, but also in general, I think is the most affected person by this because of how tight him and Kyle were at the start of the game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I truly can't overstate, like, for anyone who's like a casual viewer, maybe doesn't have, like, Kyle and Michael had a very good relationship at the beginning. They were the two of the tightest people in the house, and it seemed like they easily them two could have ran the game all the way to the end and the final two like that easily could have happened um so i really feel for monty in this situation um just because it it it, you know it's unfortunate really made no sense again for kyle to to think what he thought um and yeah so it's unfortunate but here we kind of uh move forward from that conversation obviously and kyle's put up on the block he's replaced as uh the nominee michael uses the veto on britney and with that, Kyle goes home by a vote of five to zero. Um, yeah. I think the only other thing I just want to, you know, playing a little um, devil's advocate now because to to Michael deciding to just move because here's the thing, like you already said it, so I don't really need to like say it again. Like Michael and Brittany use this as strategy. Clearly, you shouldn't do that. Like using this as strategy, a little performative, you shouldn't do it. Um. I got to say, I don't even know if this was the right move for Michael's game, to be frank. Like, as far as, like, getting Kyle out uh, and keeping Monty, I'm not sure if it was, um, you know, necessarily just because Kyle is is so much of, like, a a non-threat as far as the jury goes, whereas Monty, I think, is a lot more likable. And uh, Monty was also, I think, I don't know. Anyway, (laughs) um, this is, like, getting in the weeds because I think it's truly, like, a tough decision. Um, but Kyle's evicted by a vote of five to zero. Um, and now we're in a situation where you look at the final seven, how it's broken up. I think 
I guess the way I see it is kind of like you have Michael, Brittany, and Taylor, who I think are still a pretty tight three overall. Monty's trying to convince Taylor to want to go after Monty, but or to go after Michael, but at the moment, I don't think she would. Like, if it was her HOH, she wouldn't. I think if someone else did it, I don't know if Taylor would have a huge issue with it, but Taylor, if Taylor won HOH, she's certainly not going to target Michael. And I don't think she should either, because I think Taylor's in a position where, you know, Turner wants Michael out, Monty wants Michael out, Terrence wants Michael out, Alyssa kind of wants Michael out. Why should Taylor be the one to take out Monty when, or take out Michael when some of these other people can? So I think it's kind of the right thought process by Taylor. But I just wanted to point this out because it was a huge conversation over the last couple of days, and it's really the only notable game conversation that's been happening. It's like Monty is trying to to get Taylor on the side of like we need Kyle or we need to get Michael out. So I thought that was really interesting, Brandon. Uh, but if you don't have anything else uh, that you want to mention, we could get into the ratings. Let's do it. Yeah, I think I think we covered everything. You always do a great job in these uh, the first half of the pod uh, recaps. So yeah, not much more to say. Let's get right into uh, Alyssa. <laughs> All right. So Alyssa's first up, and you know it makes it so much better that we don't have six, 15, 16 people to rate now. Uh, we don't have to have the hour and thirty minute podcast or whatever that first one was. I don't know. <laughs> it's always it's always tough at the start. We got to go through sixteen people that we barely know anything about. <laughs> so it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Yep. But we're down to seven now, and uh, Alyssa's still here. So we start with Alyssa as always. Um, Alyssa, I'm gonna give Alyssa a three, slight, uh, slightly down from the three and a half I gave her last week. Um, Kyle, li- Kyle leaving for obvious reasons hurts her game. You know. It's a person um, that she had a lot of trust in. Um, it was someone who has been protecting her, trying to keep her in the game for weeks. Um, losing him obviously, you know, hurts. And now uh, Alyssa's in a situation where she really doesn't have any tight allies at all. I mean, I guess you know, Terrence would be the, I guess, would be the person she's closest to now. But uh, it's tough for Alyssa. She's also hasn't really proven that she can win anything. I don't. Has Alyssa won a single comp? I don't think she has. So, uh, uh, I luckily we have stats. So <laughs> if anyone wants to take a look, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, Trevor, I gotta do the little plug. I, I take way too much time in the sheet to not get the plug in the description right now. Go take a look. There's gonna be a link to our our draft, our ratings, uh, all the stats. Alyssa has no comp wins. No comp wins. Okay. No so comp wins. That's obviously a bad. She's thing for one Alyssa of too. Uh, one of five, six people with no comp wins. Yeah. So so no comp wins. She lost Kyle. Uh, so she's in a bad spot. Um, and also looking at the win equity, who can she beat? Like, can she, okay, so maybe she can beat Terrence, uh, but how's she going to get to the end with Terrence? One of them would have to win that final HOH um, and then take each other. So I think it's very tough to see a win for Alyssa. Um, if it's against Terrence, again, I think that could be the path. Um, otherwise, like, is she going to beat Turner? I don't see it personally. Um, so I think it's really tough here for Alyssa, but what do you think, Brandon? I, I dropped her down a full point for two reasons, and you mentioned both of them. Kyle's gone, which is a big, hurts her majorly. Uh, and also, I, I don't see her winning against anyone, even Terrence. Terrence has two competitions under his belt. He got a veto and an HOH. Uh, and on his HOH, he got Joseph out, who's no chump at all. Uh, so I, uh, I, I think Alyssa loses to everyone that's currently left. Uh, which brought it out a full point for me, down to a three. Ben dropped her two full points to a two. Uh, so not not a great week for Alyssa. She is 
the, on average, the lowest rated player uh, that we have currently. Wow. Uh, so next up, Trevor, is Brittany. Yeah, so Brittany, um, I had to drop Brittany down. I really think she played this week pretty badly. Uh, I, I dropped her down from a 6 to a 5. Um, we talked briefly about Brittany's jury management last week. It's not very good. Um, I think the perception of her as a player in this game isn't great. I don't think she's really respected as like a player in this game. I think the perception is that, well, she's like Michael's sidekick. I don't think people think of her as someone who's like making active moves, doing a lot of strategy. And even though, again, I said I might think that Brittany's doing more than other people do, it's all about the perception. It doesn't matter what the fans think. It matters what the yeah. other players in the game think. And Jasmine, based on her reaction last week, doesn't really like Brittany. Indy, I don't think it's that great. And I don't really see how – I mean, I, it, like, if again, who's she going to be next to? If she's next to Michael, she's obviously not winning. Could she beat Taylor? At this stage, I don't think so. I mean, looking at, like, Jasmine Indy, I think those probably are both votes for Taylor – at this stage, what's Kyle going to do? Is Kyle really going to vote for... I mean, I don't think Kyle thinks Brittany's done anything either, probably. So, just like across the board, if we're kind of thinking about like, okay, the, mo the people she's most likely to be in the final two with are Michael and Taylor. Is she going to be either of those people? I definitely don't think she's beating Michael, and I would lean toward Taylor if that's the final two. Um, if she's in final two with like Turner, I don't know. It's a little iffy there. Um, I'm not really sure about that one. But I, I do think it's tough here to see a win for Brittany. Um, and I think just, you know, I think some of her connections with the people in the house currently have gotten worse. I mean, she had a really good relationship with Alyssa, which now I think has just uh, kind of dissipated here. It's, it's not great. I think Alyssa was a little upset with Brittany uh, a few days ago. Um, and I don't know how the relationship is with Turner now. I don't, I don't know if they have a great relationship. I don't think Turner loved um, how, you know, Brittany and Michael decided to go with that move. So I don't know if Turner feels as great about Brittany as he did maybe a week ago. So these are all things that I think bring Brittany down a little bit. Uh, but what do you think? So triple fives from all of us on the, uh, the desk, uh, for Brittany. Yeah, not, I don't know. I, I, her path to winning is so low. There's just a lot of people that don't really like her. Um, so I, I'm not feeling very good about Brittany in terms of winning the game. Dropped her a half a point, five and a half to a five. Uh, ben kept her out of five. So yeah, not looking great. I, I don't need to like repeat a ton of the stuff you said because I think you, you said it well enough. Her relationships are just deteriorating and she's riding the coattails of Michael. Uh, but speaking of Michael, Trevor, what is your rating for Michael? Yeah, so Michael, um, I'm going to give Michael a six. I had him in a seven last week. And he just isn't in a – he's not safe, right? Like people – there are multiple t people that are talking about trying to take a shot at him. I mean, uh, obviously you have Monty who would like to try to get him out of the house. Uh, Turner obviously tried to once. He would certainly try to again. And I think Terrence and Alyssa both, um, whether they would initially want to or if they would be convinced, I think they would probably potentially try to, to get Michael out unless he can flip that. I think it's – I think potentially with Alyssa, you can potentially convince her. Um, but as of now, I think she would probably target Michael. And I think Terrence, I think it's kind of the same thing. I think Terrence would. Um, actually, I think Terrence more solidly would target Michael. I think Alyssa, maybe you could convince her. Um, Terrence probably less. So I think Terrence actually is pretty solid on wanting to target Michael. So that's four people right there. Uh, although Turner is not playing in this HOH. So three people at least that would target Michael. Um and this move, I mean, I, I think, like, 
obviously Kyle is a comp threat. He gets Kyle out. Um, now he's in a situation where, yes, he still has Taylor support. Obviously, he has Brittany's. So that's good, and he obviously has a lot of win equity. Um, you know, good with the jury. Although I do think you could make an argument that by making you know this play this week to get Kyle out, that it actually could hurt his jury uh, management. Um, it, it could hurt how some people feel about him. I mean, the way that Terrence um, seemed to be affected by, I guess it was. Well, I think it was Brittany and Michael. I just think that this is something potentially that. He could be questioned about on finale night, and it could be something that people are like, eh, maybe Michael isn't uh, exactly the person we thought he was. So I I have a hard time seeing Michael getting to the end just because I think he has to win a comp every single week. Now, can he do it? He can. He can because if you look at how many comps he's won, he's basically won a comp. Like, like on average, he's pretty much won a comp every week. So it's possible, but it is unlikely. Uh, but what did you give Michael? Uh, eight weeks, he's won seven comps. He he needs to win out to get there. Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I dropped him a half a point to six and a half. He's the most capable player in the house, uh, but he's got a long road ahead of him to keep himself safe. Either him or allies needs to win every single week for him to stay, um, which to me helps uh, Taylor a good amount. It seems like she might be around a little bit longer. Uh, because of that, which we'll get to a rating in a little bit. Um, but let's talk about Monty. Monty's up next, and I i mean, we could sing just joyous uh, uh, songs for Monty this week, as he, he did quite a great job. Uh, so what are your thoughts on Monty? Oh, I should also say, wait, before, um, Ben kept Michael at a 7. Yep. Didn't drop him at all. Yep. So, so, so Monty. Uh, Monty, I gave Monty a pretty big bump. I gave Monty a 7 this week. I had him in a five and, and a half. half. Yeah, I had him in a five and a half last week. And there are a few things I think that Monty did really well. I think, uh, number one, I think he now has pretty much all of the information as far as like what, as far as how is the structure in the game looking and how he needs to basically navigate. Like, I think he now has a very good vision of what he needs to do to get to the end and win the game, which I think is important. Um, you know, I, I've always thought of Monty as like a very loyal player, someone who, uh, you know, he's always going to stick with the people, uh, that, you know, are loyal to him. He's going to be a loyal player. Um, but I, but I do love that Monty now is like thinking a little bit more self-interested in terms of like, Michael is going to win the game. If we don't get him out, we need to try to target Michael here. We need to try to get him out. And I think that's absolutely what he should be doing. I think before, I, I think last week I was a little worried that Monty might be okay with getting to like final five or final four with Michael. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I, I didn't really know what he was thinking, but I was worried about that being the possibility, which obviously would have put him in a bad position. But this week I, I've kind of gotten the clarity, okay, Monty's not thinking that. He is thinking that, okay, I do need to take out Michael. And in this situation where Kyle has left, he almost could take his spot now because if you think about like how it was 4v4 you could potentially look at it like Monty could now be with Turner, Terrence, and Alyssa and it could be 4 versus 3 that could happen um, Monty kind of solidified a final 2 with Turner this week I don't think that was shown on the on any of the episodes but that did happen, Monty and Turner uh, solidified a final 2 which I think is very important for Monty's game as well 
and he's not the primary target for Michael and Brittany. Turner's the tar- primary target for Michael and Brittany. Now, they could change that. You know, if Michael or Brittany went HOH, they could decide, oh, wait, you know what? Actually, I think we need to get out Monty first. That could happen. But as of now, Turner would be the primary target. So I think Monty's in a really good spot. And, you know, Brandon, I was asking you before the before the podcast, like, you know, we should talk about, like, if you had to pick, like, who's going to win the season? At th- this very moment, who's going to win the season? Monty's my pick. At this very moment, I think he's the most likely person to win this season, Big Brother. But what do you think? I said Michael in that text stream just because I think he's the best player. But I have Monty as my highest rating at a 7. Ben kept him at a 6. Um, and for all the reasons you said, he positioned himself much, much better this week. He has all the information. Uh, he might be the only person with all the information or close to it. Um, so he's just, he's in a good spot. He doesn't even need to win at the moment. He's definitely going to make it a couple more weeks, in my opinion, at the very least. Monty's in the best spot. He's doing well. He gets a seven for me. High score on the week. All right. So next up we have is Taylor. I think Taylor's another person... Uh, that deserves a bump up here uh, because she's in a better spot. Um, I gave her a six this week. I had her five last week. Um, and Taylor is, is like really in a safe position. Like uh, based on, you know, who could win HOH this week, it's hard to see a scenario. I mean, she could, there are scenarios where she could go home, but I think they would be pretty rare. Like a lot would have to happen. I mean, I don't think there's anyone, no no one in the house would outright want to target her. I mean, you go down the list, like Terrence, who's his primary target? It's Michael. Alyssa, who's her primary target? Probably Michael. Uh, Monty, it's Michael. For Michael, it's Turner. For Brittany, I think it's Turner. For Taylor, uh, maybe Turner, maybe even Terrence, potentially, for her. Um, I think I hit everyone. I don't know. But anyway, Taylor's not the primary target for anyone, so... Uh, I don't see a lot of situations where she goes home this particular week. Um, and I think uh, I think her social game's like just been pretty solid overall for a while. I think it's gone under the radar. It's not like she's doing anything that's like super impressive. I think it's something that people um, don't really pay a lot of attention to when they're watching because on the episodes, you know, they don't really point out stuff like that. They don't really show it. But I think Taylor's social game has been pretty solid for quite a while now. Um, and looking at her position again, like she has this final two with Brittany, um, Michael still feels good about her, would be really, you know, still really tight with her. Monty feels tight enough, tight enough with Taylor so much that Monty tells Taylor pretty much everything. Like Monty last week had no issue going to Taylor while Michael was HOH and saying, oh, I think we need to, uh, maybe we should be worried about Michael. And now this week outright saying Taylor, if you win HOH, you have to target Michael. So all of this stuff is good for Taylor because she has a lot of information. Um, even like Alyssa, I think at least on a personal level, I think they have like a decent relationship. And and Terrence, I think it's improved a lot in the last couple weeks. So social game has been really good. Again, the strategic part is where you worry. Will she, if she has an opportunity um, to take out Michael, say final five, final six, will she do so? Will she kind of be able to make the correct strategic play? That's my biggest question with Taylor. And see, here, here's why I gave her a half a point bump. I think that answer is no. I don't think she's taken Michael out. I don't think she'll be talked into it. Maybe, but I don't see it happening. I think she's going to be pretty loyal. Ben kept her at a four, uh, just to note. 
Uh, but only a half a point bump for me. Uh, not quite as confident in the full point bump like you did. But she's in a good spot. Uh, she's helping herself a lot. You're 100% right. Her social game has gotten much, much better as the season has went on. Uh, and additionally, she's proven she can win at least some sort of competition since she's been close in others. Um, the strategic part is, like you said, going to be the question mark. Can she make big decisions when it needs to happen? Uh, and, you know, we'll find that out probably pretty soon. Um, but, yeah, I think that's kind of it for Taylor. Uh, she's done a great job, though. All right. Uh, next up is Terrence. I'll keep this one pretty short because uh, not a ton's changed with his game. Uh, Terrence, a half point down to a 2.5. Had him in a 3 last week. Um, you know, it, it's, again, it's like, okay, so he does have two comp wins, which is more two more than Alyssa has. Um, in the game, what strategically, socially, what what has he really done? There's not a ton of things you can really point to here uh, for Terrence. Hey, he, he was a part of the, uh, the, the what were they called? The, the Outsiders Alliance. The after party. After party. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean he, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean... He could, in theory, take credit for that. Yeah, he could take credit for that. He could take credit for that. He could take credit for getting out in Joseph, although, um, I, I mean, at the time, it was the right move for him, and I think it probably still is, honestly. Um, so I think, again, like, if you're looking at, okay, Terrence, what's his path to the end? Well, I think he kind of has to, like... Ideally, you win a couple comps to gain some more respect. You have to make a big move. And I didn't say this about Alyssa, but it, this reigns true with Alyssa too. You have to make a big move. If you're in a spot where you don't have a lot of respect, how are you going to get that respect? What's going to earn that? Um, if Terrence were to win an HOH and was the person who was responsible for taking out Michael, that would be a big move. That would garner some respect. So that's that would be a start, right? That would be a really good thing. Um, in terms of jury... Who he could win against again? Maybe Alyssa. We talked about that. Um, who else? I don't think anyone else personally. But I could be wrong. You again, final seven. You still could change some things here or there. But two point five for Terrence. Uh, what did you give him, Brandon? Look, I didn't drop Terrence. I got to my three. Ben actually moved him up to a four. Love to hear that reasoning. Why? No, he. Next week. No, he took him uh, down. Or oh, oh, my bad. He did take him down. I, I was reading the wrong directions. It's it's <laughs> late. All right, you yeah. know I'm not reading correctly. He did take him down a full point. I kept him at a three. I mean, his chances of winning are so low. Uh, he's been better. I guess that's something good, but uh, not a lot of hope for his game. I think I agree with you. He just hasn't done a lot, um, yeah. so not much to say for him. Uh, let's uh, let's move on to our final house guest, which is Turner. Yeah, so Turner. Um, Turner, I moved him down a full point from a five to a four. So Turner is interesting because... He won HOH. Um, it seemed like he was in a situation where maybe he could um, sort of play the middle in a weird way. I mean, like, he was more on the, the outsider side with, like, you know, Kyle Terrence um, and Alyssa. And then also kind of had this relationship with Monty, which, you know, seemed good. Now, the fact that now Kyle's out of the game and Michael won the veto and stayed... Um, I think, I think it's tough for Turner because I don't think at that point with everything that happened, I don't think he could have went and said like, oh no, I'm not going to put Kyle up because that would have looked even worse for Turner. And then it would have been like, well, how's he going to win a jury vote? That could have been tougher. So I think with everything that happened, I think he did have to get Kyle out. I think he did have to make that happen. Um, but he was kind of like hesitant to do so. He was kind of hedging initially it was like 
yeah, okay, maybe I can put Kyle up, and then they'll let the house decide. Um, at one point, he was like, yeah, I could put Kyle up, but I still want Taylor out. Then he kind of turned on that. And I think Turner's been all over the place, and I think there's just a level of like uh, distrust in Turner in general amongst some of the house guests, um, which isn't great. And I think Turner's also someone who is very go with the... Well, obviously, he's very go with the flow. He's very chill. Um, and he's someone who I don't think can actively improve his position. I think like his position's going to be what it is. And if things around him change, I don't think he's going to be able to adapt. I don't think he can adjust his game. He's not flexible. He kind of just is chill. He's going to try to uh, you know let the things be, let the cards fall how they may. And um, he'll try to make the best of whatever the situation is. He doesn't have any kind of strategical ability to change them. Um, and I think Kyle was a huge part in his strategy because, frankly, I think Kyle's a big reason um, why Turner's position was as good as it was the last few weeks. I think Kyle, if it wasn't for Kyle, I think Turner's ratings would have been uh, dist distinctly worse the past few weeks, honestly. Um, so I think that hurts Turner's game. And also, I think he could be a target this week. If Michael wins HOH, if Brittany wins HOH, a couple other people, maybe maybe even Taylor, I think he's the primary target, so that could hurt him as well. Uh, but Brandon, what did you give Turner? Uh, so it's a it's a one point bump down for Turner to a five. I kind of agree with like just everything you said. Like I, I'm not gonna echo chamber it too much. Uh, I, I think losing Kyle in terms of game is was really not what he should have done. I don't think Kyle would have been targeting Turner, and seemingly people are trying to target Turner uh, depending on who wins HOH. So it's a point bump down. I, I could very well see him being the next person that leaves. Uh, anything else, Trevor, you want to mention before you kind of wrap up the episode for today? Um, I think that's about it. Ben, I don't know if you mentioned it, Ben gave Turner a six. Um, but uh, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. We kind of already talked about it. I'm I'm really leaning toward Monty at this as far as winning at this stage. I think, again, my ratings kind of— I think kinda, Taylor has a good shot, too. I think Taylor—Taylor, uh, absolutely. In fact, I think Taylor might have a—if I'm, if I'm just saying, like, straight up, like, my gut instinct, I think Taylor probably has a better shot of winning the game than Michael does. Honestly. Yeah, it's it's yeah, I see it. Sim I simply see because it. I think she's very safe. She's in a good position and I think Michael again, I don't know, like he he's got to win a lot. <laughs> he's got to win a lot. So, we'll we'll have to see um pretty interesting final 7 here because uh again, another very important HOH. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there for today. Um, thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. Of course, we'll be back next week. We might record a little bit later. I don't know. We're going to have to see. Two-hour episodes are rough. Uh, you know, we all gotta we all got to work the next day, so we'll have to, we'll have to see you about that. Uh, of course, follow us on Twitter at The Small Bars. You keep up to date when all of our podcasts go live. Uh, we got a lot of them out right now, so just, just go take a tune into that. A lot of exciting stuff. Uh, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.